Welcome back to She Rates Dogs, the podcast. I'm Michaela, and I'm Matt. And today we have a fun, advicey episode with boundaries, love languages. There are five. We're gonna go over that, and we are going to be awarding the worst lie of the week. There is something I need to admit. Uh, so this is gonna go ahead and jump into our catching up. Okay. Uh, part of the mean? episode, I did lie to you this week. I'll be honest. <laughs> And I wanna, I wanted to wait to tell you before, while people could hear us, I guess, so you didn't attack me for this. Okay. But I did get a text from my conservative ex. Uh, <laughs> he did ask me to go on a date this weekend, last weekend. I said yes, obviously. Wait, last weekend? Last weekend, yeah. So you went on a date with him? So here's the thing. Karma <laughs> got me good. Karma got my ass for saying yes. Um, he actually did. Stand me up. What? <laughs> Not once, but twice. Wait. Yeah. What was your plan? We were supposed to go get dinner and drinks, and then Friday he didn't, and <laughs> then he texted me Saturday, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I had something come up. Do you want to do tonight? And I was like, yes, I love you. <laughs> and then he ended up doing the same thing. So I haven't heard it from him since. He probably died. That's what I'm going to tell myself. He doesn't have social media, so I won't okay. know. <laughs> so, okay, this could have been really bad, mm -hmm. but like the part that you find bad, was that I'm I didn't actually get to quite happy about. Wait, I'm glad you broken? got stood up. He, he's literally the worst. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be so honest. Um, so I guess that, that leads into our catching up. Matt, honestly, okay, so he is very open about like his love life, mm -hmm. you know, on the podcast and Twitter. And he was on Tinder this week and he got this DM <laughs> from someone that honestly blew my mind. They were like, aren't you, I follow you on Twitter. Don't you have multiple boyfriends or something? What did he yeah, say? Yeah, he was like, why are you on Twitter or why are you on Tinder? You have multiple boyfriends. And I was like, mm -hmm. I need to add another one to the lineup. Right. And then he got kind of upset or he was joking. Yeah, I can't tell. He was like, you're not even from here. The LA boys don't deserve this. Or right. Something. So like, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. Like, first of all, no one's from here. First of all, I have 12 <laughs> boyfriends. Why do you think I would stop at 12? Why would I not be adding more to that? I just think it's so interesting because when we started this podcast, we were really focusing on how alone Matt is. Uh -huh. And then all of a <laughs> sudden, and I don't know if it's because of this, maybe you've just got so many tools now, but you have a lot of boyfriends. I have just been um, ignoring every single red flag everything okay. like that and i'm just very desperate at this point so i'm saying yes to anything well i'm glad you got stood up mm -hmm. um <laughs> whoa <laughs> there was another thing that you tweeted that was i did so i was going through my old tweets mm -hmm. um because i was bored okay and i ran into one uh basically it was a tweet that says like sedate your babies on planes right um, if you normalize have sedating babies on planes if you have respect yeah if you respect some other people you'll sedate your babies mm -hmm. um and I had tweeted that before, and I was just going through and looking at the replies to that. They're mm -hmm. actually really funny. So one of them <laughs> was this big conservative guy. He quote tweeted it and said, how about we sedate petty childless assholes instead? Honestly, that's fine. If I walk on into an airplane and they give me a Xanax, I'm perfect with oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You never said you don't want to be sedated no, either. No, I never... I, no, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. Sedate me. And then that's what why. was the reply? Someone was like, choose gum loudly. Oh, let me... Mm. Someone said, so babies don't get rights, but gays do. And then the little emoji with the arms up and then choose gum loudly. Okay. What if the baby is a gay boy? I, she got me. She got <laughs> me <the> there. Baby. <laughs> I don't know. So that's good. I had a different um, Twitter thing that stuck with me this week uh -huh. because a while ago I tweeted that I had this kind of aha moment when I noticed that like a lot of people or a lot of people who take birth control 
said that it can cause depression. Right. And I was like, I've never really like felt that it was making me depressed. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that I have been taking birth control since the age of 16 Uh and I've never stopped. And that actually is about the time (laughs) that I got depressed. And just because like, and, and I tweeted about this and people were applying and they were saying like, yeah, it's actually because like you start when you're a teenager, when those hormones would naturally happen. So mm-hmm. a lot of people actually don't realize that like birth control could be the cause the of it because they've depressed. been on it like nonstop for the last like five years or uh-huh. something. And I just have not <laughs> been able to get over it because I like it's weird because birth control really can like save a lot of people's like systems yeah. and then in other cases it can just it totally just fucking wreck it, it. Yeah. and I I don't know I'm just in this like space where I'm a little bit nervous mm-hmm. I don't know if it's uh, my issue like I feel like I should go off birth control for a couple months and I test wouldn't. it out no okay yeah we should speak to a doctor before going <laughs> off birth control there's one more thing I want to just say before we move on so last week we did talk about me giving head to a folklore song oh no and oh if, <laughs> uh, Michaela did can I talk about this? Yeah, you can talk about it. Michaela did get a text this week from her mother. Mm-hmm. It was a picture of like the radio playing a folklore song. Exile. Yeah. yeah. And so she just sent a picture to Michaela and Michaela was like, oh, great song. Yeah. And then her mom said, you guys kind of ruined it for me. And from the bottom <laughs> like, of my. Like very seriously. Yeah, like with a period <laughs> like no emojis. The like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, Mrs. Oakland, I am so sorry. It's so funny because <laughs> Matt loves my mom so much more than like most people. And like it just devastated it him. It really broke me. <laughs> but with that in mind. Tinder bio Tuesday. Ruining things yes. in mind. Matt's going to start us off. So what do we have? So we've got a great. Also, I just want to clarify. Don't just go off birth control because I said it. You know, definitely talk to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Please talk to a doctor. <laughs> I'm just speculating. I'm just thinking. I just think. Um, um, so the first one, so the, for the first Tinder bio Tuesday, I have Ben. Okay. He says, he's 21. He says, I like long walks to the race car garage. Won't have to worry about me cheating on you unless you count me race car. If you're my lady, then expect to be bent over and plowed mm. out on my race car. <laughs> Big penis. So that's a plus. Does he have a race car? I think he has a race car. So and I, I think do think he's fucking his race car. <laughs> he's having sex with his car. Ben is having sex with his car. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yes. Um, I'm going to rate this one. I'm not into cars. Okay. So I'm going to give it a negative six. Okay. I'm going to give it a negative one. Oh. Um, I don't feel offended by any of it, really. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, like maybe you find your NASCAR lady and you guys mm-hmm. do your thing separate the from the rest thing. of us. <laughs> Far away from the rest of us, please. Because <laughs> the one I have is just, it really upsets me. Uh-huh. So that might be part of it. Um, I have Miles. He's uh, 21. If you hate racism, show me your tits. He's white, by the way. Okay. It's thigh o'clock somewhere. Shout out to Ariana Grande. She has no tits. Now, this is what gets me because I love Ariana Grande more than I love anyone in the world. She's beautiful. She's stunning. She's perfect. And you, Miles, with your stupid ass face, don't even speak on it. Miles, you little bitch. Listen up. Ariana Grande is a fucking queen. And if you ever disrespect her like that again, we will find you. We know where you live. Probably. We do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Miles, shut the fuck up. That's all I've got to say. Negative 12. Negative 13. Bye, Miles. Matt, the next one. See you, Miles. (laughs) So for the last one, this is by Eric. 
He says, just your typical country boy. Rather have a bonfire than go to a rager, but I'm always down for both. My lab will always come first. And yes, I have a blowjob tattoo on my arm. Message me if you don't believe me. And then he gives his Snapchat. What is a blowjob tattoo? (laughs) He says that without explaining it as if like. And this is another thing that we talked about a couple episodes ago. So many of the bios that we bring up could be okay mm-hmm. if they just said less. Said less. You if he said he had a lab, uh-huh. that's fine. Like mm-hmm. the dog. Everyone loves that. Yes. Where I start to have an issue. The blowjob tattoo. <laughs> I'm hung up on that. I want to know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Is it like... You know, maybe that does get people to ma- match with him. If he like doesn't show a photo of the blowjob oh. tattoo. And then people are like, what the fuck? I have to swipe right just to ask. So should I start putting in my bio that I have a blowjob tattoo, do you think? Yeah, as long as you don't get one. And then you can just be like... <laughs> Jokes. I'm Matt. I like to lie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one's a negative three. Oh, right. Negative, yeah, two. Negative two for you? Yeah. Okay. All righty. So now we're going to get into the topics of love languages. I'm excited to talk about love languages. I think I didn't hear about this until, what, two years ago? Mm -hmm. And now people have been talking about it a bit more. Yeah. But it really is so interesting to hear how different people, like, receive love and how it actually gets through to them. Mm -hmm. I think Matt and I are always pretty different, but we definitely have different (laughs) love languages. Mm -hmm. Yep, that goes Um, without showing. I like the notes you wrote in our little outline. So last night (laughs) I was going to town on typing notes. I was like... I was like, it feels like I'm typing a paper because I was doing so much research. Mm -hmm. So let me give you guys a little uh, fact I found. So the five love languages was developed by Gary Chapman, who has a Ph.D. Um, So he wrote a book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. um, And now it's used as a common tool for couples to talk about when talking about what they like in a lover. Right. Because communication, if you can get that right everything else just falls into place mm-hmm. not everything but you know what i mean most things like if you have a communication issue it's just you're not going to get through together yeah you're get through to each other you're gonna be going around in circles arguing about the same things over and over again mm-hmm. and love languages is a nice place to start so i kind of i didn't know anything about love languages um until about a year ago and some mm-hmm. guy had me like because i was talking to take some kids yeah take the quiz Aww, and so i, I was cute. able to see like that my love language is actually the receiving gifts one. Mm-hmm. Um, Why did you write down that mine was quality time? I thought that's what yours was. Okay, well, mine's words of affirmation. Okay. And then kind of quality time was my second, but like I think it meant more as in communication. Mm-hmm. Like spend like I don't need the physical time as much. Yeah. <laughs> as we know, Michaela likes to do long <laughs> distance. <but laughs> have we talked about that? No, I, I don't okay, think so. We don't I, know that. But I do. <laughs> Not right now, but (laughs) often in my life. Um, So I'm going to go over a little bit of what they all mean Mm -hmm. and um, how you can work with somebody who has that language and what to not do. Yes. So all of them are quality time, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do. So yours is receiving gifts, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you actually are finally kind of seeing someone who... I wouldn't say I'm, like, seeing them, but, like, I'm talking to someone who... Lance. Lance. Lance, you know who you are. But he's been, like, so cool about, like, he'll send me, like, pints of ice cream Mm -hmm. and, like... And he didn't even know that that was your love language. No, no. So maybe it's just fate. 
Right, because we did talk a long time ago about how Matt had a sugar daddy, and mm-hmm. then he said it was actually just a quick trip hot dog. You're kind of like downplaying it. It you, w- was a quick trip hot dog, right. but I don't think that's a, just a quick trip hot dog. That was right. special to but me. But I think now it makes sense how much you held on to that, like one thing, <laughs> yeah. if your love language is gifts. <laughs> okay, it makes sense. So if your love language is words of affirmation, you appreciate compliments, encouragement, and supportive words, um, how to communicate this is... They make statements like, I appreciate how much effort you put into planning this trip for us. You look adorable today. Or, I love how compassionate you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you verbally express things. You point out things that, like, you're feeling. Yeah. And the things you like about them. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to ask Is for? Is that too much you to ask for? You are words of affirmation. I don't know why I wrote, because, like, you do need constant, like... Oh. <laughs> like verbal yeah if you like <laughs> send me a reply that doesn't have an emoji or like it's not very nice I'm like, like are, are you, you mad, mad? At me? And i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um and then it says that this communication misses is if they give insincere or disinterested compliments assume you know that they love you or appreciate you or are attracted to you without saying it mm-hmm. so if you are like a words of affirmation person and they like change your tire for you and that's how they're trying to express love but like they haven't said you look pretty in a week you might just be like "Ah, they don't like me anymore (laughs) (laughs) the next one is quality time you want your partner to set aside time to give you their undivided attention Um, a way to show this is like they stow their phone away during meals or important conversations and join in activities you enjoy just to spend more time together Mm Um, so maybe if like you want to go swing dancing, they go with you yeah. or like, you're just, swing dancing? I don't know. I what? was watching a show with swing dancing <laughs> in it. Recently. I think it's also important to say that like, I feel like for me, at least mm-hmm. a lot of these, I do consider myself to have this type of love language. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people have multiple ones. There's maybe one that just sticks out more than the other. Yeah. For if you take the, like one of the quizzes, there's a lot now mm-hmm. online. I think the main one is like only six questions, but mm-hmm. It, it's not just like, oh, this is your only one. It's like, this is your main one. Yeah. And then these are like also important to you, but mm. like not as, I think my lowest was like physical touch or something. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yours probably isn't. <laughs> um, and then the ways to like kind of be bad at showing quality time to someone who needs that is like if you leave the room when they put on their favorite show or you fail to plan dates or weekends with your interests in mind. Mm-hmm. The next one we have is receiving gifts. Woo! This is fast. <laughs> yes. You feel loved when someone gives you thoughtful gifts, big or small. Mm-hmm. Um, a way to show this says, forget practical, popular, and pricey. They keep an eye out for little things that will make you feel special on any random day. They leave you little notes. Pick up your favorite muffin from the store. I think this one is so big. I'm like just realizing now that Mm -hmm. I think this one is like such an important one to me, Mm -hmm. maybe because I didn't have the other love languages like from certain parental figures growing up. Okay. Not both parental figures, just one of them. Okay. (laughs) Mom was great. Subtweet. Oh, made it very clear. Um, But I feel like for me growing up, this was the only way I like thought I was loved was when like, it was like birthday or Christmas and I would get gifts from them. Oh God. That's Is that sad? <laughs> no. Um, that's just maybe other people have that same anyone issue? out there. No, that actually is a huge thing about when you're young. It's like developing your love map yeah. and like what you're interested in. And then also like how you view relationships and like what love looks like. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people who don't like who grew up with not super affectionate parents 
will have a harder time being super affectionate with yeah. their partners in the future and stuff like that. But yeah, gifts, I feel like it sounds more materialistic, mm-hmm. but then when you kind of explain it and it's just like, oh, just like little things that show they were thinking about you, just yeah. having like a physical object reinforce that like flowers or something right which right. i get you love flowers <laughs> <laughs> i got flowers twice this twice week. not once twice it made me very happy mm-hmm. even though that's not my love life. i think it's also partially like if you are getting other stuff like it's nice to throw in you know every once in a while like a gift or an act of service yeah. or like just those things like having a mixture mm-hmm. is nice um, the one that it says is bad for this is they pick up last minute gifts that don't make that don't take much thought. They fail to put the time into finding out what you like. Mm-hmm. OK, so like if they made you dinner, but they made you shellfish yes. because Matt's allergic because to I'm, shellfish, mm-hmm. it would really fuck with you. I once had a guy I had been like talking to him for like five months, told mm-hmm. him multiple times that I was allergic to peanut butter, mm-hmm. too. And he gave me like a big like basket of peanut butter shit. And I was mm-hmm. like. Well, it was nice, but also, like, fuck you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it really hurts my feelings when someone, like, thinks I like something that I really don't like. Like, my dad will make me food Uh that I have said I don't like, and I'll be really (laughs) passive-aggressive about it. I've been like, I've never liked this. I've told you for 10 years, Uh and he's just, like, he's just trying to be nice, but, like... (laughs) I think that's a us problem more than a them problem, maybe. Maybe right. they need to listen better. Acts of service. This is a fun one. Um, you want your partner to express love by doing you favors or handling chores and errands you don't have time for. So this would be like, oh, they notice your garbage is full, so mm-hmm. they take it out. Matt does this for I me. I do that for you. Matt does this for me, <laughs> and it's so sweet. Like, you know, they just see something that's wrong, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, this would make their life a little bit better if I just took care of it, and then they do. Or making you dinner, yeah. or like those kinds of things. If there is a man out there who... For an act of service would like to make my bed whenever he sees it's unmade i will marry you okay. at this point just putting that out there right mm-hmm. like doing your laundry mm-hmm. so you want a care not even laundry okay. just my bed okay mm-hmm. it says they notice you're swamped and take one thing off of your plate washing dishes stopping by the post office calling the plumber without being asked my mother is probably the best person in the world at this uh-huh. she just makes everyone's life easier and well, she's like, a wonderful woman so yeah she's the best she person is the she's best. my mom is like <laughs> the best person i love you <laughs> and then for bad it says you ask for help and they forget or begrudgingly comply they get annoyed because you're not taking care of everything yourself So I don't know. I feel like this is one of the ones that I do feel like some people have and they don't. I think a lot of the other ones, I'm like, oh, anyone might want that or do that. But I feel like acts of service specifically, like if you're a super lazy person like me, Mm -hmm. I might care tons, but I probably won't do your dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next one is physical touch. Mm -hmm. Cuddles, kisses, hugs, and all that touchy-feely stuff that makes you happy. How to be good at this. They start and end the day with a kiss, hug you when you get off work, hold your hand, or rub your neck while you watch TV. Okay, maybe I'm not as physical touch as I thought I was. I don't want most of that stuff, I think. Yeah, you're not super lovey-dovey. No, I'm not. I don't like holding hands. you did one time buy rose petals for a boy. I don't know why. The (laughs) same conservative boy from earlier. I did. I bought rose petals for a boy like trying to be cute and it turned out so fucking weird didn't it, was, it send to your mom's house or something no um i think it yes it did i think it sent, yes. she was like, <laughs> and then she had to forward it to you yeah and she was she's like, like why did i just get rose petals and i was like oh my god <laughs> this is like getting so much worse than it needs to be and the guy like hated it he like still makes fun of me for it that's so mean so would that be acts of service or gifts probably I, it's kind of both right like yeah 
I mean, know. I don't know if it would be a gift because he wasn't keeping the rose petals. Yeah. It's more of like a display. Yeah. But yeah, that was so sweet of you. Yeah. He clearly his love language wasn't that. No, whatever that which was. Which I should have known. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how to be bad. They don't offer to give you a massage when you're extra stressed, pull away from affection, or don't seem interested. I think a lot of that is also just like wanting to know your partner finds you attractive mm-hmm. and like if you don't have any physical touch, obviously that's bad. They don't. I think, think the reason that this one didn't come up as super important to me is because like I actually am good at like long distance types of relationships yeah. and like as long as I have constant communication and then when we are in person, it's all normal. Like mm-hmm. I'm fine, but I don't need like constant like I don't need to be holding them constantly to know that. Like, yeah. And I think a big thing with it, like for these five love languages it's important to know like your partners and like adhere to it. So like for the physical touch, I know I talked to someone once who we did like a long distance thing and his big love language was physical touch. Mm -hmm. Obviously I can't do that. So it probably didn't, but it, I should have seen it not working out. Right. If we do like an episode on um, long distance in the future, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a big part of it. Like some people really are kind of wired to be able to make that work. And some people have a harder time just because of what they need. Yeah. And I feel like you're someone, like you said, you do long distance a lot. So this is probably why physical touch isn't as important to you. Yeah. And Matt and I were saying like, you don't have to have an identical love language Mm -hmm. with the person that you're with, as long as they don't starkly contrast. Like I was saying with the acts of service, like if a guy wanted to be with someone who was super like a caretaker or Mm -hmm. something like that, I don't know if I would be a good partner for them. Maybe people should like on their like bios on Tinder or Bumble, put their like love language. Would that be stupid? That would be be cute. That way like you don't have to like, ask them later you already know straight up and then no wasted time but yeah it's important to know yours and it's important to know your partners and i think like the quiz is really cute it takes like six questions it's like a fun thing to do together i don't know what quiz you took because i took one that took me like 30 minutes oh okay well there definitely are a few different ones ones, yeah and honestly you might not even need to take the quiz to kind of like know what you are but i think it helps Mm -hmm. um But yeah, it's a fun thing to do together. And then you like figure out how to do stuff and you're like, oh, there's this gift. Like I'm going to bring them flowers home from work next week or something like that. You know, Mm -hmm. you just like do something fun and thoughtful. Flowers can be like three dollars. Yeah. It's literally like not about the money or anything like that. It's just like kind of just the act of doing it. I feel like I don't even I don't give a shit about flowers. Yeah. Some people like will give me flowers sometimes. And I think it's a really sweet gesture. Yeah. And those things are definitely easy to like learn to get better at if they need words of affirmation. Being like, okay, like this week when I see them. I definitely need to make a comment about how much I care, you know, just like make those little reminders to yourself when you know what matters to them. You look really pretty today. Thank you. I thought you weren't going to notice. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that as far as love languages go, that sums it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we thought boundaries would be a good little additional point to this episode because mm-hmm a lot of this kind of starts to go with boundaries. When we were talking about red flags one week, I remember I was saying like, this isn't necessarily a red flag, but like the relationship might work, not work if you have super different boundaries with each other. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we were starting to kind of touch on one of those when we were talking about physical touch. So if your boundaries are super different, either like you were saying you like space Mm -hmm. sometimes and you don't always want to be with someone and theirs is like quality time or physical touch, like, That's partially like a love language difference and also like a boundary that you might not work together because of. And I feel like that's not one that you can just like kind of force. Yeah. And so that one, if someone is like that and you're not like that at all, 
it might be best to not try and force it at all. Right. So we were trying to list some boundaries that people might have. And the first one we were saying is how much of your time you can give to someone while still having time for like work or your hobbies Mm -hmm. or other things. So that one's a big one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I mentioned this a bunch of times. I just love having my own time, even when I'm in a relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. So if they don't understand that, for me, that's not something that is going to work out. Yeah, I think for me, this one's different because I, when I really like am super into someone, I'm very bad at not doing the things I need to do Mm -hmm. because like I want to be around them. So I more need to like force boundaries that I'm not even necessarily like naturally wanting to do. Mm -hmm. Like if they're saying, I want to see you right now. I'm like, okay. And like I have work to get done, but then it's like too late. Like Mm -hmm. I would do that in college sometimes. (laughs) Um, So sometimes like it's a natural boundary and sometimes it's when you kind of have to enforce because you're not great at it. Yeah. So that's when we were talking about. um, And that kind of goes into not doing everything together like having a boundary of like having your own spaces like when i'm in a relationship i like to have my own hobbies and things i do so i'll play like Mm -hmm. i I do like intramural soccer volleyball i don't Mm -hmm. want them like playing on the team that's too much time together i don't mind them like coming to the games or anything but i think it's important to have your own like friend groups and yeah separate like have some of your own friends have some of your own hobbies like unless you want to do everything together that's fine but like if you do need to have certain boundaries about things i think people can get nervous Mm -hmm. about saying oh like i don't want you to join my yoga class or i don't want you know what i mean but i think it's such an important conversation otherwise it's just going to get bottled up yeah sometimes you just need space Mm -hmm. to like appreciate each other more or just to like be able to think about things distance makes the heart grow fonder is that (laughs) what it is (laughs) absolutely And then we were also saying PDA, Mm -hmm. public displays of affection and affection in general. Yeah. I think people can have different boundaries with what they're comfortable with, with physical touch. And I did get a submission from someone saying like, he wouldn't respect that I didn't want to be touchy and feely around my family Mm -hmm. or like, you know, like seems like not a lot, like a big, not a big thing to ask for. I don't want someone. I had a guy once we were at IHOP with my other friend. And so me and him are sitting on the same side and this is the first time she's IHOP is really sexy. Yeah. (laughs) apparently but he like grabbed my dick in front of her and i was like what "What are you doing stop that yeah i hop yeah and i feel like for those kinds of things i feel like you should assume not to do those things if you haven't had that conversation Mm -hmm. yet but also do like try to have that conversation immediately after (laughs) if that happens you know if you're gonna hang out with each other's friends for the first time i feel like i have had those conversations Uh with guys before and be like okay like don't do this don't bring up that you know yeah sometimes it's like things i don't want to talk about don't know why like i feel like that's like an obvious thing not to do but apparently not i personally think nobody should do that much pda at all yeah but no that's seems <laughs> weird to do in front of people but especially if you're in high school and you're listening to this don't be that person yeah <laughs> so the next one is sexual comfortability oh my god is that <laughs> i love that <laughs> you're so good with the words uh-huh. yeah so this can go with like <laughs> there's a few different ways to take this like some people are okay with open relationships mm-hmm. or like threesomes mm-hmm. or what was the other one? Like using protection. Right. So like in your sex life, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different 
comfort levels and I think that that's something that's important to match up with Mm -hmm. if someone that you're dating wants to have an open relationship and you really aren't comfortable with that but you're gonna do it just to keep them like it's just not good yeah or like if they want to do a threesome it's the same thing and like you are just kind of trying to do it to appease them it can really screw up your relationship Mm -hmm. I feel like um, in the gay community, I'm just going to throw in my two cents. Right. The open relationships and threesomes are a big thing that I see. Mm-hmm. And I personally could not do that in a relationship. And I think it's important for me to tell my partners right. that at the beginning and early and on. And to look out for that yeah. early on in the relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're like speaking to someone and you're like, oh, we are on super different wavelengths yeah. with like our take on monogamy, I probably shouldn't. And neither things. are wrong, in my opinion. It's exactly. just you won't work out. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have to force that. I think they're also just like, certain people you might not be comfortable with doing like going past certain levels Mm -hmm. sexually with a partner yet Uh, like you know you might have things you want to wait for till marriage or you might just like have things you're not ready for and it's very important to like not try to test people's boundaries Mm -hmm. like especially if it's a sexual thing if someone's telling you like i'm not comfortable with this Mm -hmm. just like listen to them and if you need to if you need anal and they're not giving you anal then maybe you just anal find someone who will give you anal but not when you're in a relationship with that person what 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 are you you saying i like uh, some people like okay for like girls Uh some of them might not be okay with anal oh is what i'm saying yes okay okay but what did you think i was saying i thought you were saying like go out and find someone while you're in a relationship with that person no, <laughs> no. <I'm> saying- <laughs> i was like that seems the opposite of what anything you've ever said <laughs> it doesn't seem like anything michaela would ever believe yeah okay glad we got that sorted out but does that make sense yes like you know people have different sexual comfort levels mm-hmm. and don't try to push those yeah. because you might just like ruin their trust in you or their comfort with you mm-hmm. and like they might not feel safe with you anymore and like you don't want that yeah it's just an important, I guess, guys, a main takeaway is just have having those conversations at the beginning of the relationship or like when they come up in the relationship is very important. And then we were also talking about like whether or not relationships between people who have super different lifestyles mm-hmm. can work out. Like um, there might be people who aren't necessarily comfortable with drinking because of family history. Mm-hmm. And we were touching on this a couple of weeks ago. And then someone who really likes to go out, you know, watch out for those things as well. Yeah. Like if your lifestyles would make sense together, because if you are trying to like build a future with someone, people are just different. Mm-hmm. Like you are not going to be super happy having to change someone. Like definitely you'll grow together and like you'll become different people with each other. Mm-hmm. But if you inherently want different things i tweeted one time about how when i was like 16 i was dating a boy and i thought i was going to do musical theater and end up on broadway and i wanted to live in new york Uh and he was like i just don't want to raise a family in new york it's not very safe look at the crime data (laughs) (laughs) and we almost broke up about it because we were just like oh my god we want such different different things (laughs) at 16 years old i want to and i didn't even end up in new york but like (laughs) But I was like, okay, well then maybe we just don't start a family until after I'm done with my career. And mm-hmm. then he's like, what? Anyway, it's a whole thing. Seems but like a- you know, I was onto something. Like if you, you <laughs> if you want a super different life, it's not gonna work out. Um. Okay. We asked for other people's boundaries and if they've ever had ones that were hard to like be respected mm-hmm. or like kind of unique boundaries. And we found some more. There are like if they're comfortable with nudes. Mm-hmm. Just another thing that we really do not want anyone pressuring someone to do. Right. And then being friends with exes. I think this is me personally. Okay. I think this one, mm-hmm. I could not. 
and never in a million years. That sounds bad. I don't mind if they're like friends, but if they're like hanging out all the time Mm -hmm. from personal experience, I've learned (laughs) that maybe I think I just have trust issues now. I'm like going off. No, that's exactly what I was saying. Like sometimes people just have had a certain experience that causes them to feel this way. Mm -hmm. And so since you've had a relationship and because they were you know, back together with their ex yeah. that you thought they were just hanging out as friends. Yeah. So like, it kind of like makes me turned off scarred. to that adi- idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't think I would love that. Like, mm-hmm. unless, unless it's like a middle unless school Unless it's like the, the girl you dated in high school and like <laughs> <laughs> neither of you ended up being interested so in then, each other. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then, then we that probably friends. be fine. Yeah. I actually didn't know what you were going to say with this one because like you do still talk to all of your exes. Well, I'm so, in love with all of them. Right. So, so I wasn't sure if you were going to be like, I would never cut them off. Oh my God. I don't talk to them a lot and i'm also not talking to anybody right now or not dating anyone right Mm -hmm. now so if i were dating someone i wouldn't be talking to them right you wouldn't be meeting up with um my conservative ex right you wouldn't be getting (laughs) which i probably shouldn't have done that in the first place okay and another one that was kind of a common theme we got a few different ones was like if they make requests about your appearance Mm -hmm. like if they're saying they want you to shave more or if they want you to change your hair color like we got you go change an outfit or something like that yeah we got a whole wide array of stuff like that and just like trying to change people's appearances and that's just it's just so weird to me it's like if you're getting into a relationship with someone you shouldn't be like oh i'm gonna change them yeah like you want to get in a relationship with them because that you like them for who they are. And also, don't be telling girls how to, like, dress or, like, do their makeup or any of that shit. That's weird. Yeah, and it's also such a little thing to, like, feel so strongly about. Yeah. Like, especially, like, if they shaved their legs. Like, the girl said, he said he wouldn't even touch me if I didn't shave my legs. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're in a relationship. There are going to be yeah. times when, like, it's been a couple of days or it's been a week or whatever. And, like... You, who gives a fuck? Like yeah. you're gonna be fine. Grow like, up, assholes. There's still a hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's what matters. <laughs> but I just speak your mind, girl. <laughs> okay. And then one other person was saying, like, I really don't want them to look at my phone. Mm-hmm. Which, um, yeah, that's also an interesting thing because I, when I was in a really long term relationship. After a few years, there was nothing on my phone that he wouldn't have, like, known about or, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have really minded. But, like, when you're just starting, especially if they really looked, they could probably find bad stuff. Or, like, you even, like, if you're just having conversations with your friends yeah. or you're venting, like, yeah, I don't think, like, looking at each other's phones is ever going to be good. No. You probably could find something bad if you looked hard enough. <laughs> I just think it's, like, I feel like the only reason people look through other people's phones is if they think that the other person is doing something and then there's no trust in the relationship so yeah it doesn't work anyway but then like longer term couples i feel like they just don't even think about it or yeah. don't even care mm-hmm. and they might just like be using it to look up something and yeah. it's just not even a big deal at that point for them mm-hmm. so you know go off once again it's all about being with someone who has like a similar, similar comfort level um with that in mind we are going to move on to our worst live the week award it's partially like worst live but it's also a cheating story mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. like the t- like trying to get out of it basically yeah it's because we did that very fun episode about lies three weeks ago yeah something like that. that super funny one it's my favorite like comedy wise episode and when we posted about the episode, a lot of people quote tweeted it with their stories to even add on to what we already had. And I just want to say, <laughs> again, if you're lying, you guys have shitty lies. These mm-hmm. are so bad. They're very bad. And do you want to start? Yeah, I can start. Okay. So one person said, 
My ex told me that his cheating didn't count because he went by a different name. So technically it wasn't him. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it does still count. I'll be the first one to say it. Apparently it does still count. It does still count. Uh And I have to say this is probably going to be a good contender because it's so bold Mm -hmm. to say that. I used a different name. I've heard before, like, I used a condom or I didn't finish. But, like, because it wasn't my name, (laughs) Michaela didn't cheat on you. (laughs) It was Martha. Sarah was having a good time. (laughs) Michaela had nothing to do with it. (laughs) Uh, Here's a good one. So, one time, this dude I had been on a few dates with told me he couldn't be with me because he was going to Africa for a year to help build a school. He never went to Africa. Mm -hmm. That's also similar to another one we got Mm -hmm. where he said he had cancer or something like that. I've seen so many stories. Just like, so extreme. Yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of them, like I'll, I've heard from friends and like seen on the She Rates Dogs page that a lot of guys will use that cancer thing as mm-hmm. an excuse, which is one fucked up. Yeah. Two, like it's easy to like see that you're lying after like a month or two mm-hmm. of that. So I just don't understand why people are using that one. Yeah, that one was my ex told his side chick his pick with me on social media was because I'm dying of cancer. Uh-huh. Which like you'd think there'd probably be something in the caption. Imagine if like <laughs> imagine if your boyfriend posted a photo with you and he was like, Love her so much, gonna miss her, and you're like, What? what? Like, and he's like, I don't know, just like when you're gone. And he's just specifically like, <laughs> doing it so he can like go on Tinder and Oh find my god, girls. we're gonna give ourselves trust issues. <laughs> I already have them, so whatever. Um this one is my ex told me that the hickeys on his neck were actually spaghetti sauce. When yes. they wouldn't wash off, he said that it was a razor burn. I love this one. Hickeys don't look like spaghetti sauce. It's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that being like he's just petrified in this moment. He like can't move and uh, he's just like, uh, it's spaghetti. She like asked him at dinner and he like the, he has a bowl of spaghetti in front of him. He's like, ah, it's just the spaghetti sauce. Yeah. <laughs> So bad lie again. This one is my ex was on Tinder because he was looking for Pokemon team members in Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. That, no. <laughs> nope. Can't you find, I don't know how Pokemon You could be Go. on anything. Like, yeah. you could just look on Twitter. You could and look, look at, like, hashtag Pokemon Go. Right. Probably forums for this. Yeah. I'm sure Reddit's got. Are much easier than finding it on Tinder. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Let's go ahead and pick the pick worst Pick the worst? One. Yes. Okay, with the worst or like favorite, because like mm, the I think spaghetti. I like the spaghetti one too. Because all you have to do is touch it. <laughs> like gone. the other ones might take a day or yeah. like a couple weeks to like turn out. Yeah. With the lie, but the spaghetti one. Like it's very easy to wipe. disprove <laughs> it right there. You just touch his neck, and you're like, no spaghetti all over my you neck. Like taste it. You're like, no, that's spaghetti. <laughs> So that's good. That's our winner for this week. Good job, Spaghetti Boy. Uh, to wrap it all up, we hope that you take a quiz, find out your love language, mm-hmm. have a little convo with your partner about how to better express your feelings for them and make them feel safe and happy. Make sure to um, stay updated on our Twitter, She Rates Dogs Pod. You can find our usernames in the bio there. We'll be posting stuff this week, asking you questions, um, Mm -hmm. getting answers for the next episode. Right. And um, to wrap up the boundary portion, I think our main takeaway for that is just look out for those things early on Mm -hmm. because that's going to be your indicator of if you get too invested, it might not work out because of those things. So just keep that in the forefront of your mind when you're doing those searches, making sure they have similar boundaries to you. And then next week, we are going to have a guest for the first time, which is very exciting. Um, So stay tuned for that. It's all just like such a surprise. We'll probably tweet about it today. (laughs) 
Um, okay, if you guys have any, if you want to stay anonymous or have any questions for us, email us at sheratesdogspod at gmail.com. Send us those emails. Um, we do like to have thematic ones every week with the voicemails and the uh, emails, but we also like any any random stories you want to share with us, mm. we might just put in there anyway. Yeah, so. if they make us laugh, we might add them or just laugh at them. Yeah, so check nice. back in. We love you all. You're very cute. Your hair looks great today. I love what <laughs> you did with your shirt. Thank you. <laughs> Not you. Oh, I'm talking fuck. to the listener. <laughs> okay. You guys rock. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.